It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Can the Washington Commanders finally get off their losing streak, get their second win of the season this weekend against the Tennessee Titans in FedEx Field? We'll tell you some reasons why maybe they can. We'll tell you some reasons why maybe they won't right now on the Locked On Commanders podcast. Your daily podcast on the Washington Commanders. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. And welcome in, Commanders fans, to the Locked On Commanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We are your daily podcast covering the Washington Commanders. We are free and available on all platforms, including YouTube and the WUSA 9 Plus app on your Roku or Amazon Fire Stick. And, of course, we thank you for making us your first listen or your first view of the day. I'm David Harrison. My co-host sitting right next to me is Chris the Rooster Russell, both of us credential media covering your Commanders Chris for the T980, where you'll find he and Pete Medhurst live from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern, Monday through Friday, or anytime through the Odyssey app. And you can find me writing about your commanders at Commander Country, where I am a writer for Sports Illustrated's Fan Nation. Yep. And David, thanks again for making us your first view and or listen of the day. Today's episode, guys, of LOC is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts all right our biggest confidence and concern for the commanders heading into week five against the titans are coming up but first we need to dive into the most recent injury report and again as always as we always tell you uh the friday injury report uh will will post it to lo commanders david will probably have it on his twitter i'll try and shoot it out on my twitter but definitely at lo commanders uh, as we get that information uh, again from Friday. So, David, on Thursday for a second consecutive day, and the injury report stayed exactly the same from Wednesday to Thursday uh, for the commanders. No Curtis Samuel illness, Jahan Dotson hamstring, Sam Cosme hand slash finger, Percy Butler quad, and Milo Eifler hamstring. They all did not practice both Wednesday and Thursday. Charles Leno shoulder and David Mayo hamstring were limited. William Jackson the third and Daniel Wise were both full go. Again, same exact report as Wednesday. We'll see what happens on Friday, but, and we should note Brian Robinson does not have to be on the injury report because he's not technically on the roster uh, just yet. David, what do you read out of all of that besides obvious concern at wide receiver? Yeah, I mean, that's that's the big thing, right? And and like you said, Brian Robinson, not a part of the injury report, neither is Tyler Larson. Uh, both of them just activated to practice, you know, off of the off of the NFI and all that stuff just to practice. And then they've got the 21 days, like we mentioned before, uh, starting Wednesday to put them on the active roster, uh, which will not be a problem from everything that we've seen so far. Um, but, yeah, it's Jahan Dotson, Curtis Sammy, you know what I mean? Jahan Dotson, I mean, Ron pretty much already said a week or two. And if you're talking or two, you can pretty much promise that the one week is going to happen. Like if there's a chance you're going to miss two games, you're definitely going to miss one game, right? That's kind of uh, the theory. And even Scott Turner, without being definitive about it, say that he expects uh, to be without one of the two, Jahan Dotson or Curtis Samuel. And then he kind of went, and you know, Curtis is just dealing with a little illness type thing. So he should be fine. So it's like, okay, so basically Jahan 
is kind of the guy that you know everybody is expecting this team to be without and 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 that's really just it's it's really terrible because as much as Terry McLaurin has had uh difficulty you know getting in sync with Carson early and this offense has had some problems getting him involved super early um they have been able to get Curtis Samuel involved early Jahan Dotson certainly earlier and Jahan Dotson has been able to score in three out of the four games just you know the fact that they've lost Jahan has still been able uh to be productive and then of course I think second big actually and then you could make the argument it's even bigger is Sam Cosme because this offensive line has had a tough time already protecting uh, Carson Wentz and giving him time to throw and go through his reads as it is. You miss Sam Cosme, who we've kind of lamented here on a couple of episodes, has been one of the highest graded offensive players a couple of weeks uh, so far. You know, that's that's a massive loss if, if, if that's the case going up against Jeff Simmons. Uh, Danico Autry in that Titans defense. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't think, right, I don't think you're going to see Sam Cosme. I'd be very right. surprised uh, about that, but we will wait for uh, official word. For the Titans, I, they're dealing with, with some key injuries too. Traylon Burks, their yeah. mid-first-round pick, uh, who, you know, they, of course, traded A.J. Brown to Philadelphia and then basically snatched uh, him, I think, two spots after Jahan Dotson and the commander. Zach Cunningham, one of their starting linebackers. I don't think he played last week, if memory serves me correct. He hasn't practiced all week. Bud Dupree, one of their key pass rushers. Uh, and that's important because they lost Harold Landry already yeah. uh, earlier in the year, right? You mentioned Jeffrey Simmons. We'll get to him. Trust me, we're going to get to him. <laughs> but they're, they could be without Bud Dupree. Uh, and again, they're already without Harold Landry uh, for the season. And Armani Hooker, uh, they all did not practice mm-hmm. on Thursday as well. So we'll see where they go. Again, full injury report as it's released by the two teams on LO Commanders, at LO Commanders on Friday afternoon. David, did you take away anything from your time with Jack Del Rio or Scott Turner on Thursday? Um, yeah, I mean, outside of what I already talked about with, you know, specifying about the wide receivers, you know, you can just tell that, you know, this is the unfortunate part when a team starts losing is they got, they start getting a little bit more buttoned up. They don't want to talk mm-hmm. as much and they don't want to say as much because, you know, again, when, when negativity is circulating, what happens? People, some people call it spin, some people call it whatever they want to call it. But when negativity is happening, every question is kind of loaded. So when you talk about, uh, you know, Scott Turner was asked how much autonomy Carson Wentz has at the line of scrimmage. And this is a question that was asked with Ryan Fitzpatrick before he got injured during the preseason. How much of it is coordinator? How much of it is quarterback? How much is this really a partnership? And the same message was kind of dictated with that. It really isn't as much of a partnership as it is an employee-employer type of relationship. Scott said like, Carson doesn't have, you know, other than shifting protections, doesn't really have a lot of, of autonomy. And Scott's fine with that. That's the offense he runs. That's the system he runs. And obviously, as at least as of right now, Ron Rivera is okay with it because he's still gainfully employed as a Washington Commanders offensive coordinator. So if there's an issue there, you know, internally, it's not being seen as of right now. But um, outside of that, I mean, Jack, you know, uh, the, 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 the sideways smile when he gets asked some questions and he answers in a way that he knows is not the answer we want to hear. Yeah, well, Jack, yeah, Jack's always uh, played that game. He's always had a little bit of a poker face. I, I thought it was an interesting answer as well on on Carson Wentz's lack of autonomy, if you will, at the line mm-hmm. of scrimmage. I'm not as surprised by that as maybe some are. Uh, yeah, you know, new be. quarterback, he's got enough to deal with in terms of learning the offense, perfecting the offense, mastering the offense, and obviously he's got to figure out a lot of things, Wentz, before right. he can worry about being a coach. He's just got to worry about being the quarterback. So I'm not as alarmed. I'm not as surprised uh, by that. Maybe some people are bothered, but uh, I don't think it would help uh, much anyway. For me, it was just real quickly, um, you know, Scott, like 
Ron and Scott keep towing the line saying, hey, you know, look, we're very happy to have Brian Robinson back, but decision isn't still made yet on whether he'll actually be able to play. Oh. Uh, and if he plays on Sunday, it'll be, or it, it, it certainly seems like it'll be a very limited package basically is the vibe that I get from Scott Turner and, or Ron Rivera. And I guess we'll find yeah. out maybe a little bit more on Friday, but maybe not. I, you know, quite honestly, uh, we might have to just wait until Sunday uh, and maybe right. it'll be a goal line package and a short line pack, a uh, short yardage uh, package. We'll just have to see uh, what they do with, um, with Brian Robinson, but I don't think it's a definite at this point just no. yet. Absolutely not. But look, he looks good. I mean, everybody's excited. Like from what we've seen, everybody's you see the videos getting tweeted out and and all that stuff. I mean, yep. he looks from again, you know, we're only allowed to see so much. You know, you know that obviously some mm -hmm. of the listeners, viewers may not, you know, there's only about a 20 minute portion uh, of practice that we're allowed to see. But in that 20 minute portion, I mean, he's cutting, he's planting, he's fast, he's quick. Uh, we're really looking today. You know, Ron said on Wednesday that the, the big issue is really how is his body going to respond to a full day of practice, full day of practice. Thursday, he, I mean, he, he looked good. You know, he, right. he just, he looks really good. I would love to see like a 10 play package. Like you kind of mentioned, yeah. get him in for 10 plays against Tennessee, be disciplined. Even if you're losing, don't lose, don't lose discipline on the health, put him in for 10 plays, get him some routes run, get him some blocking, get him some runs, kind of get the, get the, get the gears moving a little bit, maybe 10 more plays against Chicago, and then really take that 10 day span from Chicago to green Bay, try to ramp him up and maybe get a full workload mm -hmm. out of him. Uh, against Green Bay. I would love to see that. We will see what we actually get. And uh, either way, Chris, we here on the Lockdown Commanders podcast are going to tell everybody whether the Titans are coming out of FedEx with a win on Sunday or whether it is the Commanders. But before we get there, we got to tell everybody how to protect their house, even if the Commanders may not necessarily protect their own house. Our listeners and viewers can protect their house. All right, so here's a sports analogy for you. When it comes to burglars, your home is like the end zone. So the sidewalk is like the red zone, right? They're 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 come they're nearby, they're within striking distance. Your home is where the points are, and you need the absolute strongest defense you can muster when you're protecting it. This is why I use and trust Simply Safe Home Security. At Simply Safe, your safety is the only thing that matters. Simply Safe provides cutting edge technology powered by 24/7 professional monitoring agents who always have your back, so you always know your home is safe. What I like most about Simply Safe's advanced technology is controlling my system from my phone with my app, watching the crystal clear HD live stream of my security cameras, and the wide variety of high tech sensors that they can put around the house. Plus, with 24 7 professional monitoring, Simply Safe's agents call you the moment a threat is detected and dispatch police or first responders in an emergency, even if you're not home or they can't reach you. And they even have hazard sensors that instantly detect fires, floods, or other threats. To your home customize the perfect system for your home in just a few minutes at simplysafe.com slash locked on nfl and save 20 percent on your simply safe security system when you sign up for a free interactive monitoring plan and get your first month free so again to get all that visit simplysafe.com locked on slash locked on nfl to learn more there's no safe like simply safe if you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. 
If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hi, thanks once again for making the Locked On Commanders podcast your first listen and or your first view of the day. Make sure you check out NFL Key Predictions every Friday on Locked On NFL. Locked On's local experts gives you the inside scoop on the five biggest games of the NFL weekend. Somehow I wonder if this game is not going to make the cut uh, this week, including Sunday and Monday night football, plus betting advice from the field's leading experts, our friends at Bet Online. Follow NFL Key Predictions every Friday on Locked On NFL, available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. All right, before we get to our bold predictions, we have a voicemail. Why don't we fire that up? Hey, guys. Uh, love the podcast. This is uh, Kirk from Albuquerque. Um, just have a question. Maybe you guys know. Is there some reason why Washington hasn't been on the phone with to Eric Flowers? I mean, this guy played pretty well while he was with the team. He's still out there in free agency, and I think he addressed a big need in the offensive line. And the second thing is, like you guys were talking about, um, you got not quite ready to call for Ron Rivera's head, um, I, no, excuse me, not head, not a good word, but his job. I, I, I am, um, I don't see him making any moves. And what's glaring to me is what you guys talked about too, and I agree with you. If there's a problem with Chase, why there wasn't a move for, um, another defensive end or a rush edge, never address the linebacker issue fully, um, at all during the offseason. And then the secondary has been a big problem that hasn't been addressed either. So um, I've got some real concerns, especially with Ron's personnel. And then you talked about the record. He's been a below-average coach. Um, that's just plain and simple. He got to one Super Bowl, and, um, and that, that was a good year. But overall, that's it. So it's really more the Eric Flowers thing. But anyway, again, love the podcast. Um, Kirk from Albuquerque, and thanks a lot. Bye. All right, I'm going to do a little Bruce Allen, ode to Bruce Allen here. Thank you, Kurt. I mean, Kirk. Uh, anyway, Kirk and Albuquerque, for those of you that have been uh, a fan of the team for a while and remember the ill-fated Bruce Allen era, he used to call Kirk Cousins, Kurt's Cousins. Anyway, Kurt and Al- uh, Kirk in Albuquerque, uh, it, uh, listen, I think it's a question that's been asked uh, a bunch of times by a bunch of fans that are frustrated, David. Um, I think I answered this on one of the comments uh, on one of the recent episodes, um, So, but I don't know if we've talked about it on the show. Listen, here's my spin on Eric Flowers. Even though he's out of the NFL right now, even though he played relatively good last year, why would Eric Flowers want to come back to a coaching staff and an organization that has told him, please go away twice, not once, twice? We all know what happened last offseason. That was a little bit of a surprise because the whole Kirk Kirk Cousins, Carson Wentz thing. But what people don't forget is when Ron and this staff first took over in January of 2020, Eric was a free agent coming off of a good first year at guard. And they didn't let him go and cut him. He was a free agent, but they didn't sign him. And they had interest in him, but they didn't want to pay him what he wanted. And they said, "Mm, no thanks. And he went to Miami. And then he came back a year later. But my point is, is like maybe Eric Flowers has saved his money. Maybe he's not desperate. Maybe he just doesn't want to go back to an organization that said goodbye to him twice. 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's something that a lot of people have to remember. You know, it, it's not as simple as, you know, saying that, you know, we want to sign you, so we're going to sign you. And uh, not all these guys are that willing, you know, I mean, we all have have circumstances and jobs and everything where, you know, how much is it worth your self-respect, right? And, and, that, and that may be, I'm not saying that's what it is, but that may be the situation of Flowers as far as not calling for Ron Rivera's job. I mean, honestly, it's not our place to call for his job anyway. If, if we, you know, feel like there are circumstances, like, listen, I'll tell you right now, if coaching if the schemes don't change and 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 basically looks like we're doing nothing to try to fix the problems, I'll get into that here in a minute. Then there obviously needs to be something that happens. And as you go up the chain, either someone needs to make it happen or people need to be replaced until you find the person that's going to make it happen. Absolutely. Thanks, uh, Kirk and Albuquerque. We appreciate you. We've got our bold predictions coming up, but first we're going to share our confidence and concerns for the commanders heading into this game. David, what's your biggest confidence about this Commandalorian team going against the Tennessee Titans who have won two in a row. So that's exactly what we're talking about. It's coaching, right? Like, listen, and my my biggest confidence in this game could very, very quickly deteriorate into a delusion. This offensive line is not healthy. And listen, I'm not even going to sit here and say this offensive line is incapable. They're not talented. All they, like, they're not healthy. And Ron kind of has leaned on this in some press conferences talking about, you know, they didn't even have Chase Rulier till late in training camp, and then he got injured very early in the regular season, et cetera, et cetera. Like, I got it. But the bottom line is, you know, whether your equipment is top-notch, your equipment is bottom in the barrel, you still are in a performance-based business, so you have to go out there and figure out a way to get your team to perform the best way you can. You've heard me say this last year, Chris, and I was really hoping I wouldn't have to say it this year. The answer is never do nothing. If you have a problem and your answer is do nothing, you're not going to ever fix that problem. So if you have a problem, you're, you know, this, this is like a math equation. You got P plus S problem plus solution equals nothing. And you stick with that same solution. You're going to continue getting nothing. And so far, the Washington commanders have tried twice. Now they've had a really bad, really bad pass pro at least two. weeks. I mean, you could really go back and say there's been some weak spots all throughout the year, but really bad is, has been the last two weeks. And so far they've tried essentially the same thing. Quick reads, get it out faster, be smarter, Carson, all these other things. It hasn't worked. This is the third week. If you come out and try the same thing, it's probably not going to work because it hasn't worked already. You know what I mean? And the more we get the same thing, that's going to become a bigger problem. I have confidence that Scott Turner is working on something with his offense to mitigate this offensive line. If he doesn't, then you can all call me and say, listen, your confidence was actually a delusion because Carson Wentz just got sacked six times by Jeffrey Simmons and Danico Autry. Right. I, th th that all sounds great. The only problem is, is I, I you know, in, in some ways I'm out of answers. I mean, I've got some thoughts on what they can do, you know, with some personnel, David, but I, I don't know what they can do with this offensive line because it's not just on the offensive line. Uh, clearly, you know, some of it is on offensive line. Some of it is on the quarterback. Some of it is on the offensive coordinator. Yeah, and yeah, and, and I want to be clear. I'm not absolving anybody else of responsibility here, but I'm right. saying the biggest problem as I see it to why this whole thing is starting to happen where there's no time, there's sacks, there's strip fumbles, all this stuff, it starts up front. You got to help the front line in order to, to, in order to impact the rest of it and let the trickle down economic start there's an old saying if you're really good in the trenches it's hard to be a bad football team yeah. if you're really bad in the trenches it's hard to be a good football team right now this team is bad in the trenches on the offensive line yeah no that's fair uh i'm gonna just kind of tack piggyback on that my biggest confidence is and i'm not a big blame the coaches guy i always blame players more but the narrative coming out of this game i feel 
will be that Mike Vrabel and his staff outcoached Ron Rivera and his staff. And that goes into some of the things that you were just talking about, again, along with Jack Del Rio and Nate Katzer and whatnot. And Ron himself, remember, uh, and I did a a pretty big breakdown of this, uh, David, on my solo episode earlier this week. Ron made some curious, controversial, uh, weird decisions. So uh, I think that will be the narrative. That's my biggest confidence. My biggest concern is how in the world do the commanders control Jeffrey Simmons. You mentioned Amico Autry. He's one of them too. I mentioned some of their injuries and who they don't have. Again, Harold Landry that might not have Bud Dupree. Jeffrey Simmons is an absolute monster. And, you know, whether it's Andrew Norwell, whether it's um, uh, uh, um, Nick Martin at center, uh, if somehow Tyler Larson gets in there, which I don't know if he will as a starter, uh, whether it's at right guard, Sadiq Charles, uh, and I don't know where you go if Sadiq Charles gets run over and bulldozed like he did at times on Sunday in Dallas in, in pass rush. Whatever it is, wherever it is, and however it is, if the Washington Commanders, David, cannot control Jeffrey Simmons, they have no chance of winning this game. Yeah, absolutely, which, I mean, right rides right into my biggest concern, so I'll be fairly quick because it has to do with Jeffrey Simmons as well, is that the commanders aren't going to be able to rely on their run game the way they did in Dallas. And if they can't rely on the run game the way they did in Dallas, it's going to put a lot more, again, on Carson Wentz's shoulder, which then, again, stresses out uh, this banged-up and rotational offensive line even more than it already is. And I have a lot of, obviously, because my biggest confidence is that Coach Turner is working on something, right, to help take some of the pressure off this offensive line and help his quarterback. But... If, if they're put behind the eight ball because they can't run the ball at all, which, you know, Jonathan Taylor is missing uh, week five because of the punishment he took against Tennessee Titans, it's it's going to be a long, long day for that unit. And so I'm just concerned, and it starts with Jeffrey Simmons up front, to be honest with you, that Washington is not going to be able to get the ground game going the way they were uh, in Dallas. Absolutely. And by the way, the Titans, just to your point, averaging only allowing 85 yards rushing yeah. per game, and I think three point eight, five yards per carry, uh, all very, very, very well below the league average. So it is going to be tough sledding in all likelihood uh, for the commanders. Coming up, our final predictions for, as some are calling it, a code red game for the commanders, who will be wearing burgundy jerseys for the first time uh, this year. But first... We tell you about our friends at Bet Online. That's right, Bet Online is your number one source for football betting information this season. Find out all the latest developments, player matchups, and team matchups, news, podcasts, in depth articles, and more analysis. Uh, you can uh, always check out Bet Online for live in game betting up to the minute scores. And you can basically go to Bet Online right now. Uh, and look at the Washington Commanders 2022 regular season over under win total. It's at six. The closing win totals were eight. So it's already way down with the one and three start. Also, eh, you might want to cover your eyes if you're Carson Wentz, Ron Rivera, Scott Turner. Next quarterback to lose his starting job, Carson Wentz, odds five to four. Ronnie Rivera, 11 to one as the first or next head coach to be fired. Yikes. How about that? The fastest and easiest way to check in on everything. Baseball playoffs start this weekend. Go check that out. Head to betonline.net. Use your mobile device to learn more at BetOnline, where the game starts. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, 
Look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, our final segment here on our final episode of the week before the Commanders play host to the Tennessee Titans, bringing King Henry to the nation's capital. But before we do all that, let's hear from Hogskins. Hey, what's up, fellas? This is your buddy, Hogskins. Uh, another loss as usual. You know, I'm used to it, man. It, <laughs> it don't even hurt anymore. You know, just like, okay, whatever. But uh, what I was calling to find out, I want to know what you guys think about uh, the possibility of uh, Jack Del Rio and uh, Ron Rivera uh, getting fired after the season. And also, I'm hearing a lot on social media, like mainly Facebook, about, um, you know, Washington possibly getting uh, Sean Payton as uh, the head coach. I mean, I don't know if that would be a possibility or not. I know how dysfunction this franchise is. You know, I don't know if he would want to come. But anyway, uh, yeah, let me know what you guys think. You know, I'm curious to know. All right, you guys, take care. All right, Hogskins, we appreciate you as always, pal. Um, I can hear the resentment. Uh, you know, resentment is strong. The um, resignation yeah. in his voice, David. Uh, as far as Sean Payton goes, we haven't talked about this. You know, Sean said he'll get back into it for the right opportunity. Listen, my guess is this. Ron's still got two more years on, on his deal unless he got an extension that nobody knows about, uh, like Scott Turner did. Um it was originally a five-year deal, and it's thought to be like in the neighborhood of seven, seven and a half per year yeah. and full control. You would have to give, I think, Sean Payton a, f- a f- minimum five-year deal, but I would venture a guess that that dude ain't coming here, here to Washington yeah. for probably any less than a dime under $10 million, and that might be light. Uh, I can tell you the contract that's going to take to get Sean Payton coach in Washington right now, oh, and that is do. majority share of the franchise. Ooh, that okay. is that is what it will take. That's what it will take. Honestly, guys, look, I don't think Ron Rivera is going anywhere until at least this stuff with Dan Snyder is, is figured out. It comes to a close. Like it or love it, hate it, you know, whatever it is, whatever whatever the end state is of this entire thing. I don't know that he's going anywhere just because one, I don't know if any coach is going to take this job. With with that hanging over them, and two, uh, you know, I think there's still this 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 need for a coach that can kind of take that as the forward facing person of this franchise. And as much as some people may not like his coaching or the the results from his staff, I think that that's just kind of the case. Now, I will say this: Rod is very quickly this season already, and obviously last season was already sick of answering all the questions that he's answering. So, is it possible that his staff could be in trouble? Absolutely, I think his staff. Uh, could absolutely be in trouble, but I don't think it's going to happen anytime before Thanksgiving because you're still quote unquote in the fight before then. You know what I mean? I think we get to like week 11 or so, then maybe you might see some stuff happening. Um, there's another conversation we might have to have around week 11, Chris, that impacts next year's third or second round draft pick. You know, we'll see if, if we got to come to that. But for right now, let's get to some bold predictions. And Chris, yeah. I'll kick it back over to you. Titans commanders. 
Give us a bold prediction for FedEx. All right, I'll I'll, I'll drop the Wentz stuff for now. Uh, here's my bold <laughs> prediction. The FedEx field crowd, which yeah. is likely going to be sparse. I have no idea uh, what they're going to announce as tickets sold, David. Yeah. I think they're going to – I think there's going to be maybe about 40,000 in the building. Mm -hmm. uh, I think there's zero juice for this game. Uh, the Titans don't travel a lot of people, although maybe there'll be plenty of Titans fans there, just Washington, D.C., what have you. The Commanders are going to get heavily booed at least one time on Sunday, oh. and my guess is it will be off the field at halftime. Oh. Listen, I've got, I've got, I've got a buddy at my my side hustle, my side job, who is a diehard Burgundy and Gold fan. I tell him, man, like my heart goes out to you, brother. Like I, I wish you could see some of the good that we saw uh, in training camp and all that, but unfortunately, sometimes it, it doesn't it doesn't transfer. Uh, my bold prediction: I think Terry McLaurin's getting off the Schneid this week, Chris. I think Terry's getting two touchdowns in this game and in fact he's going to be my key player because listen this is a game that is custom made for a guy like terry mclaurin this secondary quite honestly is not that good and the good players they do have are banged up i mean uh, amani hooker uh one of one of their i, I wouldn't call him the best but one of their better defense backs right he was at practice yesterday he did not practice on thursday due to concussion like symptoms which means he probably is not playing Sunday, if you have if you get degraded in practice because of concussion like syndromes or uh, con concussion symptoms, rather, um, you're most likely not going to play. So this this already kind of rough uh, secondary is probably going to be missing some of their best players. And I have it on good authority that the Tennessee Titans, if you watch the crossover, you'll have it on good authority are a very, very bad second half team. So even if Terry only gets one or two catches the first half, hey, guys, in the second half, this dude might go off for eight, eight catches and two touchdowns. So FedEx yeah. crowd. Please do not leave at halftime. Go get some nachos. Maybe get a beer if you're of drinking age and you're not driving, and it's smart to do so to tide you over. But please stay because you're going to miss a show from number 17. All right. I like it. My uh, key player is going to be Jamin Davis. Um, why? I think he's the only commander defensive player with the size and speed to pick through traffic, chase down Derrick Henry, and bring him down consistently. That's the key, right? It's not just getting there. It's bringing him down. And the reason why I say Jamin Davis is because he has that side-to-side -side speed and athleticism. And you might say, Chris, wait, Derrick Henry's a big dude. He just bulldozes people. He just runs downhill. No, 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 no. Don't make that mistake. Derrick Henry can run outside and outside zone, and he can turn the corner. And that's where I think Jamin Davis is going to come in in this game if yes. Washington's going to have a chance. David, the final score prediction. Uh, I'm just going to give you mine real quick and jump ahead here, and then you give yours. I'm going to go with uh, the Tennessee Titans, 21, and the Washington Commanders, 17. A little closer than my prediction last week. Uh, yeah. But, of course, I was wrong on that because the Cowboys won by 15. They won by more. So the Tennessee Titans are favored in this game by two and a half, uh, according to our friends over at Bet Online, And our friends at Bet Online sent us some takes and some information about this game. So before I make my prediction, Chris, let's hear from those good people. Tennessee opened two and a half point favorites. They went up to a field goal and then backed it down to two and a half. And Thursday at minus two and minus one and a half is which where it currently sits. We did take some sharp action on Washington at plus three and plus two and a half. So even though 78% of the bets are on Tennessee, we did take sharp action on the commanders. Yeah, I mean, the commanders have been dreadful. You know, their offensive line is horrible. They've given up 17 sacks. They're without J John Dotson this weekend, I believe. 
believe. Um, you know, and, and if you put pressure, the Titans put pressure on on Wentz, he's gonna he's gonna fumble or throw throw some balls away. So, you know, that that's something to look at. This how how he's gonna react to the Titans defense. Um, Derrick Henry absolutely turning it back on. Slow start to the season, but he's been a monster ever since. So, you know, 78% of the betters are on Tennessee, 56% of the cash is on Tennessee, but the Sharps are on Washington at plus two and a half and plus three. All right. So, look, it's it's expected to be a tight one. That's what the betters think is that this is going to be a tight game. It's a, it's a less than a field goal spread uh, at the very moment. That could obviously shift depending on injury reports. But, look, when this thing is close, I got to lean back to what we always say, and we were talking about it last weekend in Dallas. This team's got the talent. They've got the players. They've got the ability. They just got to go out there and make it happen. And when it's close, I'm going to lean on hope. And uh, the commanders are taking this one, Chris. 27 to 24 hmm. is my score prediction. Hmm. Interesting. A little higher scoring game, certainly, than I have. And obviously, a different result. Here's what I say. I hope you're right, and I hope I'm wrong. Yeah, same here. <laughs> How about that? It would be nice. All right. Thanks, too. Uh Kirk in Albuquerque. I won't do the Bruce Allen bit again in our pal Hoxkins as well. Uh, thank you, fellas. Appreciate you. Uh, both great calls uh, there. And thank you for making the Locked On Podcast. Uh, Locked On Podcast. The Locked On Commanders Podcast. Your first listen and view of the day. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team each and every day. Now make your second listen and view the Peacock and Williamson NFL show. Brian Peacock for NFL scout Matt Williamson giving you the expert NFL analysis in less than 30 minutes. It's free and available wherever you get your podcast. If you want to hop in like Kirk and Hogskins did, 301-615-3577. That's 301-615-3577 on the voicemail line or lock on WashingtonCommanders at gmail.com. For my partner, David Harris, who covers the Washington Commanders for Commander Country, SI.com's fan nation. I'm Chris Russell, one half of the Russell and Men Her Show on the Team 9, maybe Monday to Friday, 9 to noon. If you're out and about, please be safe and kind to one another. Thank you for joining us right here on the Locked On Commanders Podcast. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.